Welcome back to the Tomahawk. I'm Mike, this is Matt, and we're going to get right into it today, guys. Uh, Hawks lost versus the Florida Panthers, both games, uh, 4-2 in the first game, 6-3 tonight. Um, there hasn't really been much to talk about in, in, in regards to the first game. Uh, from what I got from it was they had, uh, they had bad puck movement. Um, they, could, they couldn't get passes together. It almost seemed as if, uh, like Florida knew what like what was coming and 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 what they were gonna do, you know, and uh, it made it really really difficult for the Hawks to to put anything together. Uh, in tonight's game, it was more of the same in the first period, um, and then going into the second period, the Hawks seemed to uh, put it together a little bit. They seemed to be connecting with some passes. Uh, Duncan Keith had a really stupid penalty. We'll get into that later because I, re- I really want to dig into that and the, Im- the importance of, of this stupid penalty that he took. And, um, but it's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of bad tales of going to the penalty box, getting stuck in the penalty box, and, uh, and, and, and getting goals scored against us and not scoring any goals on the, on the power play. I think special teams has been a, an area of worry. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, the the Keith penalty sucked the life right out of the Hawks. I thought, but I mean it. It's just as a veteran guy like that, in the offensive zone at the red line, you cannot take a stupid penalty like that. And they scored. And um, I mean, with I know they scored two open netters, but that goal. I mean, we could have been winning could have won that game and we needed to win that game and uh, I thought we had a good uh, good surge with uh, got a goal from Kershev and um, I just don't know what happened it's hard to hard to even talk about let's talk about the the penalty tonight from uh, from from dunks he was looks like the play was over he's skating back to the bench Barkov had his back to him or he was kind of skating, kind of just gliding off of the bench a little bit. Keith sticks out his leg, Barkov trips, and he gets a penalty, and they score on that penalty. It was one to nothing at that point, wasn't it? Right. So, yeah, so it was one to nothing. Keith t- takes this absolutely stupid penalty. Um, they score one to one, and then we head into the uh, into, into the locker room after that. I was furious because... He could have just skated to the bench and that would have been it. You know, I mean, who knows what would have happened after that? What do you think that does to a team where you're winning, you're, you're, you're playing against a really hot team? To be honest with you, they could be the, the team in the central to beat. Uh, Tampa was strong at the beginning. Florida has been on absolute fire. Uh, they just seem to be like a team to be reckoned with. And, uh, you know, it's just hard to believe that, the Hawks are having such a hard time with him considering Gustav uh, Forsling is a, one of their players because I think he just sucks. I know. <laughs> uh, I give a lot of credit to Coach Q, man. He really got that team uh, going. Uh, I mean, they were overlooked. I mean, I overlooked them too. I looked at uh, the rosters or the teams this uh, before the season. And I, I honestly had Florida maybe in the middle, maybe even above the Hawks in Detroit. 
but man, they're, they're playing great right now. And I give a lot of credit to coach Q on that for they're buying into his system. And you got some good free agents, uh, signings they had that for Hagee, uh, Stanley cup champion with Tampa. He kills the Hawks. He's, I think he scored again tonight. Yeah. Uh, and to your, uh, Keith, to your Keith, uh, penalty point. Yeah. I mean that, Get off the ice, dude. I, what? Why do you have to hit Barkov? We're in their zone. There's no point of taking a penalty like that. It's just stupid. And that's like a Brad Marchant penalty. Like, ooh, I'm going to stick my leg out and pretend I didn't know what I was doing. Come on, man. There's cameras everywhere now, and there's two refs that are just – there's a ref in the back. <laughs> he follows the last player, you know, into the zone. And Keith and Barkov were the last players. Yeah, it's just you see guys they they get fined for doing stupid stuff like that, and I mean, you can't bench the guy because it's just going to hurt our young guys because they're going to be playing more minutes, and you know it. It's just really dumb, and it should. It, I think it. I think it killed us in the end. I really do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so then, moving forward, because um, you know, I mean, that did. I think that changed the tone. Moving forward. Um, Hawks scored two quick goals. They, they were both really nice goals, and, and then before you know it, it's three. To, it's three to one. I think there's about nine minutes left in the in the period, in the second period, and then, uh, t- t- and then uh, Florida comes back. And they score two goals, and then it ends up being tied going into the third period. Uh, for a young Hawks team, I think that mentally it was just a little bit too much uh playing this this florida team because i'll be honest with you man they seem like juggernauts out there uh playing with them hawks played hard to their credit they played hard and, and they 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 tried to create chances but uh you know florida just seemed to be a really strong team strong on their skates uh, they're fast uh they passed well uh they got shots on net they got bodies in front of the net and um and even when they were down you know they they, they kept it up uh, going into the third period in the locker room, do you think that maybe some of the guys were fatigued? Yeah, I think we were fatigued. Uh, I, again, Coach Q, I mean, he these guys are playing. Every line looked good on their team. I mean, their six defensemen looked good. Bobrowski looked good. Uh, I think it was just too much for the Hawks. I think it was their attack. They, they just got, you know, they just got tired and, and I, I, we took penalties, and uh, Ekblad had a really nice goal against uh, Lankin and nothing Lankin could have done on that. That was just a great shot. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. I mean, this team is going to be a playoff team, and I, you know what? Hopefully, they don't finish first because it looks like if the way we're going, we're going to be the last seed. I wouldn't want to play those guys in the first round of the playoffs. Funny that you mentioned that. I saw a. Projection: If the league ended today, that it would be, um, it would be Florida versus, it would be uh, Hawks versus Tampa, and Florida versus Carolina. Now, wouldn't that be a pretty exciting series to see Carolina and Florida? Oh, you just root that they go to Game Seven and beat the crap out of each other <laughs> overtime every game. So next series, if we make it, they're dead tired. <laughs> That's all you gotta hope for. Yeah, no kidding, man. That that'd be uh that that'd be crazy. But uh but anyways, um so in the third period, it's three to three with about what, four minutes left, Matt? Five minutes left? 
Hawks have a power play, and then Florida scores a uh, they yeah they score a shorty, and that absolutely uh, destroyed the um, just took the winds out of the, out of the sails. I think the guys at that point were like, you know what, we're done with this. Uh, we're done with this. This this team, we're done with this series. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, you, you know, because they, they were just they were just wiped, especially considering they got to take on Tampa Bay on uh, got to take on Tampa Bay on Thursday, which is going to be another big series. But that's pretty much what happened. Um, one big thing was that on the shorthanded goal that was scored, Bolquist had an opportunity to clear the puck. He couldn't. He got completely moved off of his skates, and uh, Barkov. W- w- ended up standing there like a freaking Russian giant and uh, it was it was really noticeable uh, but that's probably something that uh that another thing for Bolquist uh, to work uh, to work on so moving forward uh guys need to go home lick their wounds and get ready for Tampa move forward uh, stay out of the box uh, because that's it's absolutely killing them being in the box is killing the team but uh, I want to move forward, and I want to hear what you have to say about some news from around the league. Well, uh, I think the um, uh, the hot topic is the uh, the trade dead uh, the trade deadline coming up soon. You're, we're hearing a lot. Even NHL radio has been throwing names out, throwing destinations out, and GMs are saying we were interested in this guy and. I found one uh, one interview kind of interesting. Uh, it was Kenny Holland, uh, the GM of uh, Edmonton. He thinks that he's actually going to – he wants to pull the trigger on a deal before the deadline because of their quarantining rules in uh, Canada. And I was like, wow, that's actually pretty smart for – you know, he's an experienced GM – he uh, he wants and he's gonna try to get his the player he wants weeks before, so he can actually have him and you know get games out of him because if he trades on the trade deadline day, the the poor guy's gonna be missing two weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, uh, I've been hearing some uh, rumors about uh, Eric Stahl on the move, and I, uh, per the fourth period, they're saying that. The Hawks have showed interest in him, which me and you talked about before. But I think both of us agree that um, we'd rather have Mark Stahl on the blue line. And um, I think he'd be a great addition. I mean, there's there's names I'm hearing, even uh, Flip Forsberg from uh, Nashville. He's been a consistent 30-goal scorer on a team that does not have any offensive, really, abilities, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Rich Ricard Rochelle, uh, not uh, Raquel, and um, the Ducks, which I picked him in fantasy this year, and I was like, wow, I gotta, I gotta steal here, and he's had a really rough season. Uh, that actually, that whole team's just been bad. I, I feel bad for Gibson. He's such a good goalie, and he's huh. just rotting away in Anaheim. Um, there's, there's tons of names flying out there. It's an, for me, it's, it's an exciting time. It's like free agent day, you know, in uh, July, I look forward to the trade deadline and uh, all the, the trading and rumors. It's fun. So I don't know what you think about that. Um, I'll tell you what, man, the idea of, you know, even Eric Stallman, he's still a good player. And I think that he could be a, you know, I think that he could contribute solid, solidly to the team. 
Um, but yeah, I would rather have Mark Stahl because if Mark Stahl was out there as an example today, he wouldn't have, um, I think he would have been able to clear that puck or he definitely wouldn't have been moved off of his skates as, uh, as quickly as Boquist. Yeah. But instead of watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I want to do five minutes in the box with you, man. What's on your mind? What is going on around the league? So kind of like how it pertains to the Hawks or uh, just what's going on in the league. That's, that's really, um, I would say like, you know, intriguing, you know, Marshawn had a really exciting goal a couple, uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, Austin Matthews had a ridiculous backhand. I don't know if you saw that uh, there in overtime, dude, he like, I don't, he just rotated his, his wrist, man. And the puck just went like straight up. Um, what do we have to look forward to say within like the next week? Um, I wanted to say one more thing, uh, that I forgot to mention. Um, on the there's 35 players on a list that are rumored to be traded. Number 35 is number four, former Blackhawk, uh, Hammer, Nick <laughs> Jarmelson, and he's got one more year in his deal. Uh, he does have a no trade clause, but I think you know Bowman usually brings the band back together. Every we we you know we get Versteeg twice. We got Lad back and. I would honestly like to see him come here and retire as a hawk, just because the guy, the guy's like seventy pounds. He blocks shots and he takes beatings, and he just gave everything for this team. I would love to see him come back. Uh, but uh, other news, um, like I said, a lot of a lot of the topics in the NHL now are, especially the radios. It's just the trade deadline. It's just an exciting time. But uh, a lot of the teams in Canada are, you know, they're afraid to make deals with American teams because they don't want to have to be penalized for their their trade acquisition being quarantined. And uh, uh, and I did see your Austin Matthews goal. It was sick. But I'm going to one up that one with uh, Barzell in uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. the Islanders game through yeah. his legs that 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 guy's kind of underrated. You don't hear too much about him, but he's a pretty elite player. Yeah, he he is. They uh they do talk about him. I think that they talk about him quite a bit. But uh yeah, I did see that goal. I think that was a short-handed goal goal as well, wasn't it? Remember, but I the guy the defenseman was on him the whole time and he just I don't know, turned it up, turned some jets on and he took off and the angle he made, I couldn't believe that he was able to still elevate. I don't know if he elevated it, but it, it went in. And, I mean, that's there's not too many flashy players on the Islanders. They're well coached as well, like uh, with Barry Trotz. They don't really have any studs out there. They, I mean, he, they had Tavares, but I think they were saying, you know what, we're okay with letting him go because this Barzell kid can be just as good. And, and you know cheaper and and even uh, i was surprised when they let robin leonard go and they signed uh, varlamov but this guy's he's probably one of the best goalies in the league right now with uh vasilevsky on uh tampa and a lot of hype they're not they're not really uh you know a, a, a sexy team like tampa and uh like washington you, you don't hear too much about them but they still get the job done yeah, you don't. You're, ironically, you say that they, you don't hear anything about them, and I think they're on a nine-game winning streak right now. 
They're on a tear right now. Yeah. They're... Yeah. Captain recently went down. That was the only news I really heard. Uh, uh, Lee, Anders Lee, I, who was a free agent a couple of years ago, I was hoping the Hawks would make a, make an offer to him. But he ended up being loyal and wanted to stay where he started, and I respect that. Yeah. Imagine that, wanting to stay back in uh... – <laughs> with play for the Islanders, do they have their own? Do they have their own uh, facility back, or are they still playing over at the Barclays Center? I think they're hopping back and forth to uh, that whatever it's called, the, the Nassau Coliseum. That's brutal, man. I heard that at, at one point they were taking the the subway down there to uh, t- to go to practice. Well, if you listen to the diehard fans, I think they want to be there. I think the traditional fans, the they love it. But I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, if you're going to go to a New York game, obviously, probably going to want to see the Rangers. You're not going to want to go and see the Islanders or even the Devils, like at this point. But I mean, I'd honestly, I'd rather see Panarin. You know, one guy can make make me want to go and watch a game there. But I mean, I respect this Islanders team, and I. I couldn't believe when Trotz won with Washington, they let him go. And since he's left, they haven't been the same team either. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, I don't have anything else. What about you? Some W's. It's hard to see, you know, it's hard to see. And, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Maybe they're going through a little funk right now. Maybe they're, they're just, uh, you know, you can't be at the top, you know, of, of your game 100% of the time, all the time. And uh, yeah. maybe they're going through a little bit of a funk and they're, uh, this is a, a character-defining experience of the season for them. And, uh, and hopefully they can move forward, you know. But, uh, you know, we're going to keep rooting them on, man. And, uh, yeah. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what's going on with this Tampa game, this Tampa team, and see how they answer back. And uh, we'll take it from there. But uh, we want to thank everybody for watching and listening. Do us a favor: hit the like and subscribe. We would greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you for the next one. This is Mike and Matt. Out.